KUCI. KUCI. 88.9. 88.9. FM. And FM. In Irvine. In Irvine. <laughs> future here on Fridays at 4 p.m. I'm your host Ziba Z and today I bring in studio guest Rina Rosales. Hello. She's a pharmacist today. <laughs> well every day. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have um, Rina discuss her experiences in the medical library. <laughs> Since this is a show on libraries. Go ahead. Uh, how did you become a pharmacist? What was your undergrad experience like? Well, actually when I started, I started in 2000 at UCI. I actually was a sociology major and I did a total 180 in my studies and decided I wanted to be a pharmacist after meeting this girl in the pharmacy society and she told me all about the profession and I was interested. And another thing that led me to pharmacy was my interest in chemistry um, and then I of all the classes <laughs> at school I did the, the best in chemistry so I worked on pharmacy ever since and um, I was in pharmacy school from 2006 to 2010 and as soon as I take the boards I'm a licensed pharmacist as far as libraries go um, Libraries have been a big part of my life ever since I was five years old and it started in um, Maine Public Library in Long Beach. <laughs> my favorite librarian would let me read all these books in the bathtub. They had, a, they had a bathtub at the library. I just took a tour of the Maine Public Library from our guest we had last week, Katrina Hanna, the teen uh, librarian she showed me where the bathtub was oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's still in the there it's still there but <laughs> she says that they took it out for a while and everybody was saying where's the bathtub go where's the bathtub go? <laughs> yeah. so it's very popular i was like yeah. isn't it dirty if you put kids in there because it's like a carpeted Not bathtub sure. with a pillow yeah, yeah to read your books you know with the germs but she was like oh, no we put it back <laughs> that's where i kids grew up need to too. get sick anyways yeah i love that that <laughs> to area build their immunity <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you would know, Miss Pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and um, when I got into college, I spent a lot of time at the libraries at UCI, and uh, I spent a lot of my time studying at uh, Gateway Commons. And now it's like totally different. There used to be just cubicles there, and now and it's just all for computer, the, the digital future. Our yeah. digital future. <laughs> it's our information space, and they, you know. People were demanding more power supply for their laptops. There's not enough. That makes sense. So they put it in all the desks. Yeah, yeah. And for those that didn't bring their laptop to campus, if it's a big heavy one, then they have all the computing, which is what libraries are known for mm -hmm. now. A lot of times mm -hmm. there's like, oh, it's a place where I could go on the internet. There's a computer there. Yeah. So public libraries even, it's like an hour a day yeah. limit because everybody's waiting Everyone's in line. Everyone's on the computer now. Yeah. I don't know how people can live without a computer, but I think I'm digressing from the topic. But um, 
Yeah, if, if I was in at Gateway Commons or Langston Library, I think that that area is a little more cozy. I, I'm impressed with the couches that they have there now. And then, yes, new furniture. Sometimes I'm at the Science Library. And today, today you were. How did you like your Science Library time today? It's nice. <laughs> if I'm at home, I'm not studying, so I'm glad I'm here today. <laughs> Libraries are great, and that helped you get to where you are now. Yeah, pharmacist. totally. So you said you went to pharmacy school at USC? Mm-hmm, that's right. And how was that uh, medical library you spent most of your time? How I many spent a lot of my time there. How many years was that? Four years. Four years you were in the medical library? Actually, no, let's make it three, and three because three my years. last year I was uh, um, doing rotations. Oh, very good. So you yeah. have three years of medical library experience as a patron. <laughs> yeah. Which is very important because that's what librarians are there to serve their patron. Oh yeah, they're they're wonderful. So as a pharmacist, I'm sure you had a lot of questions for the. Yeah. Was it a medical librarian? Yeah, um, there's like several medical librarians there, and I actually had a a class devoted to looking up drug information. With the databases, which databases did you use mainly? I'm used mostly Ovid. Ovid Medline mm -hmm. and PubMed to find oh, yeah. all my articles. I guess since I didn't really have to do any meta-analysis, there's other um, databases for that. But primarily, since what I do is read articles, is use Medline and PubMed. That's really great that there's databases that libraries subscribe to that provide the information that there's too pharmacists much information. use. Yeah. yeah, and that's why the librarians are there to really hone down the and find the information you specifically need. Yeah. Since it's information overload, oh, yeah. the librarians will help. Um, is that what they did, or how did they help you mostly? Yeah, well, the first, my first experience with them was just trying to use keywords um, on what you're interested in looking for. And sometimes if it's too broad, like let's say hypertension, you're going to have like 50,000 hits. So librarians are excellent in narrowing down exactly what you need based on whatever question a doctor or other health professional has. So how, how would you narrow it down? Like, for example, let's say... Um, old people? Just for, for FYI... Um, ACE inhibitors and angiotensin receptor blockers, which are antihypertensive meds, are known to cause hyperkalemia. And so, so you kind of have to, and the doctor wants you to find the data to back that up, and then also the alternatives you can use so that the patient's potassium doesn't go up. And that's dangerous if a patient has sustained hyperkalemia. But anyway, oh. so I guess you can put in the keyword there's like many keyword combinations you can use, but starting off with two keywords is the easiest. That's what the librarian does. They'll put an ACE inhibitor, hyperkalemia together and combine them as a ACE inhibitor and hyperkalemia, or they'll try other combinations like or. You know what I'm talking about, like the, the yeah. search words you use. And you put them, sometimes you put them in quotations. Yeah. Because that limits it. Yeah. Yeah. In certain ways. But what else does your medical library provide besides databases and reference librarians? Uh, like, is they, they provide a study space? Yeah, they have three floors of study space. The first floor, though, is mainly a computer space. And there's, like, a little space for lounging around. And you're allowed to talk in that area. 
whereas in the other areas um, you're not really allowed to talk and on the second floor there it's mainly textbooks and medical specific topics on for the books and on the main floor I just told you it's the computers and in the basement are where all the journals are kept so it's a very small library I of all all the medical libraries I've gone to in other schools tend to be pretty small but do they have study rooms yeah they only have let's see like five study rooms but a lot of people study off campus but for the convenience before an exam, it's perfect to study there. So a three-floor medical library with computers, lounges, study mm -hmm. rooms. Oh, we have thousands of journals to pick from. From the most known, such as JAMA. Um, gosh, <laughs> my mind is going blank. <laughs> but it's, that's great that there's journals out there available the Lancet, for students. For sure. Because that's just like the yeah. knowledge of the world in one journal. Oh yeah, I can look up anything. I just recently wrote a paper about osteoporosis in men. And I found hundreds of articles and I had to narrow it down to 150 articles. Do you happen to use them um, for human subjects? Yeah, only human subjects because that's all we're interested in. Because I know well, they experiment with all kinds of... For animals, that's for like phase one studies for, for drugs, but we're not really interested in that. We're more interested in how it affects humans. What do you know about some different, what have you found out in the medical library from databases or do the medical, do you ever ask the medical librarians a straight up question that they can answer or do they always have to look it up? There's I've never really asked them a question. I just ask them how to look up things. Yeah. So a lot of the yeah. main questions people get, the, the reference desks here, like at the Science Library, is sometimes it's just like directional or how does the printer print and how does uh, the copier copy. For that, we have a lot of uh, pamphlets to figure out how to use the all the technology, but there's always an IT guy around that can show you. Is there a media section in your medical library? Like, I'm sure there's like how-to DVDs oh, man. or like audio and I bet there's like equipment for you to check out yeah we have we can check out a keyboard a mouse so we can use their giant computers in the study rooms uh -huh. and we can do you have laptops or cameras or sometimes mm. GML is the medical library here on no the UCI. school the school offers laptops but um at USC. Yeah, but I don't think we can rent laptops since we're so specialized. And we're a really small library, too. Did you get to know the librarians by name? I knew them by by, by how they looked like. Um, I met one. She was super nice. She helped me find... Um, there was an article I couldn't find, so she helped me find it, but unfortunately... Uh, that journal wasn't, or I mean, my school didn't subscribe to this journal, but at least she tried. She, she spent like 20 minutes on me. Um, but I, I do have a friend that works at the library, and she, I just met her because 
I'm there all the time, so she knew me. Um, but anyway. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna call her to ask about the music we played earlier. But if you have any questions for our guest, we could put you on the air at 949-824-5824. We've got Rena Rosales here. I want to remind everyone she's a pharmacist, recently graduated from USC. So we're asking her today about her experience in the medical libraries because this is Our Digital Future on KUCI every Friday at 4 p.m. where we like to discuss the digital future of our information spaces. And I'm your host, Ziva Z, currently in library school it's a Master's of Library Information Science that is required to be a, an official librarian at any library. So even medical librarians, you know, they'll yeah. have a MLIS mm-hmm. most, mostly. Sometimes it's our equivalent experience, but it's really preferred um, everywhere I know. Like at the academic level here at UCI, mm-hmm. everyone has the MLIS. And we've had many um, guests that have are recently graduated from MLIS program. I believe... Um, we actually, if you remember, we had your sister, Melissa Rosales, oh, on. Oh, yeah. She, she got her MLIS. Training to be a librarian. Mm-hmm, and she's um, at San Jose State. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, and worked previously at the public library in Long Beach as well as our last guest. So, I even have a cousin who works in the library now. Oh, how, how do they like it or what are they doing? She, she loves it, but she's gonna, she wants to do nursing though instead. So is she like a health librarian or public? Or no, she's not a librarian. She's a... Oh, just a staff? Yeah, staff. Yeah, that's what we get confused a lot when I say I work at the library. Everybody says, oh, you're a librarian. I was like, well, not yet. <laughs> so just when <laughs> yeah. I have a master's no. in two years. And I'm um, looking into all types of libraries since I do have a bio degree. You know, medical librarian is one way to go. Mm-hmm. But then you really have to be involved with the It helps you science. a lot because you know... Having the knowledge certainly helps as a librarian, the medical knowledge. But then you have to be really into keeping on top of medical research and medical oh, yeah. databases. Yeah. And really into the science part. Like, I really enjoyed volunteering at a hospital. Yeah. But I didn't enjoy so much the bio classes <laughs> and the research. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> so I, went, I, I prefer to stick with my second degree of film and media. So I'm much more into the film and media as, as you mm-hmm. can tell with being a part of KCI for mm-hmm. over 10 years mm-hmm. and you actually were also a part of KCI your oh, time here as an undergrad so welcome back to Thank the station you. <laughs> you had a couple shows or all a couple co-hosts and yeah you know a few years here so things have changed or do you see KCI I see the expansion there's six new buildings I believe since I graduated it seems like there's more people you went to the bookstore today? I went to the bookstore. That was the same, almost. But the student center was nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the newest I heard at the UC. I'm jealous. <laughs> well, I'm sure USC had a nice student center. Yeah, but the thing is, um, the pharmacy and medical school are... Um, gosh, I forgot what's part of the town. It's in Boyle Heights. It's like six miles away from the actual main campus. Oh, six miles. Yeah. So then it is like a... Is it for the... It's on the health sciences campus. So is that where all the pre-pharmacy and pre... The pre-pharmacy people are on the main campus. Oh, so I mean like pharmacy So the medical library that I've been talking about is is at the health sciences campus. And that's for medical students as well? Yes. Okay. For doctors, uh, PAs, what else? Pharmacists, of course. 
Um, it's located at 2003 Zonal Avenue, LA 90089. They're open seven days a week. Um, I used to study there every day. Um, we have a multitude of databases besides what I mentioned earlier, Medline and PubMed. We have up to date, that's my favorite source. I believe we have a caller on the air. Hello? Yeah, I had a... Yes, I can't hear you. <laughs> yes, uh... Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm about 52 and I'm trying to change a career. Mm-hmm. Does she think uh, I'm too old for uh, going to pharmacist at this time or what she... You know, I... Personally, I strongly believe you're never too old to go back to school, to pursue what you really want to do. I know, well, I don't really know, but I've heard of people who've gone back to school around your age. I even heard of a, a grandma in her 90s who went back to school. Wow, It's totally doable. Yeah. You just and have to be committed. I see. How many years? How long do I have to go? Well, the thing is, they probably want you to take prereq classes for, um, in your undergrad. Like, you'll have to take so many bi bio classes, so many chem classes. And if it's been a while, they want you to take it again so that, you know, I mean, you don't forget the stuff. I see. But to be honest, <laughs> it's just a... Uh, it's just a... Um, what do you call it? It's just something to take t for you to get in. You're not going to really use this stuff clinically. I it's just an obstacle for you to get over. But it, I mean, it does apply to pharmacy, but not really. <laughs> really uh, uh, demand, uh, quite a bit of demand for it? There's quite a bit of demand for pharmacists. Um, gosh, there was a website I checked out. I have to get back to you on that, but it showed every state in the United States and the demand for every state. In California, the demand and supply are about even, uh, but I think personally there will always be a demand for pharmacists as, you know, the population continues to age and the baby boomers are already starting to age, so... <laughs> drugs, and, drugs. Yeah, and then health, just healthcare in general is a good field to be in. For that Your mother's decades. a nurse. Yeah, my mom's a nurse. <laughs> She's been a nurse for decades. Well, uh, you know, uh, my daughter, she's going to graduate soon. And uh, mm -hmm. I to do that. And I was asking me why we do it together. I said, well, I might be too old for that. But uh, you No, I really don't think so. If you're, yeah. if you're devoted and yeah, age really want to do it. Yeah. Age is yeah. just a number. Well, thank you very much. I mean, much. granted, you will have to study a lot. And, All right. But I, th I believe anyone yeah, if you have who the time. really wants to do it can do I'm it. Problem with studying. Well, thank you very much. I think my daughter, she also has a question. Sure. Oh, oh no, I don't have a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck in school. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. So thanks for um, coming on. Oh, no problem. We've got to make way for <laughs> activism. I just wish, you know, I, I knew, I could say more, like the librarians could say. 
Well, I know a lot more than I do. Are definitely this is just from a patron's perspective. Yeah, it's very good to yeah. know <laughs> patrons' perspective. That's we're we're like customer service librarians <laughs> are like totally they about are. what the patrons' needs are. Just so it's in really general, great. I've had good experiences with librarians, and they're always very helpful. We're happy people. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Yay! <laughs> so we love libraries. And But I have the website. Oh, good. If you're curious, tell us. The library I'm referring to is Norris Medical Library at University of Southern California. And the website is usc.edu/hsc/nml/slash again. <laughs> And once again, we're, our guest today was Rena Rosales here on Our Digital Future with me, ZBZ, Fridays at 4 p.m. And I want to thank you again. Thank you. Down. Thanks for letting me come. Oh, no problem. So we're going to end the Sweet show. Memories. Yeah, go <laughs> ant eaters. Zot, zot. Go eaters. Eat, eat, eat. <laughs> so we're going to play some Hey Mercedes to end the show as we did to start off the show. We started off with Stay Six, and now let's end it with another track off that EP. Bye.